I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, who would you like to see with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson on the next Champions for Charity? I got some ideas. And the NHL announced their format for a 2014 playoff. We'll tell you why Alex Kalorn and the Lightning, they should be good with this one. We'll discuss all of that and more with Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News 9 on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Before we get to Chris, Steve, I don't know if you saw this. Um, it was on YouTube, and uh, I got an email and then went on there and, and took a look. Joe Madden, of course, the former Rays and Cubs manager, was uh, on there with a with a new show, kind of a kind of an interview show, kind of a fireside chat, if you will, um, called uh, Joe Madden. Uh, was it uncorked? I believe with Joe Madden, mm-hmm. and of course that's reference to uh, the fact that he is a quite a wine connoisseur. And so the show starts with Joe Madden uh, uncorked, opening a uh, glass of or a bottle of 2015 Grand Cabernet Franc from Argentina, which I have lots of those Joe... in my wine cellar right here. Exactly right. Who doesn't? I mean, I think I got uh, zero non- bottles over here of it right now. So um, and, and he's 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 drinking the wine. This is not this is not simply a prop. I mean, Joe's going to sit there and, and drink on this wine, and then he he calls some of his friends. And his, among his his very first guest was none other than Bruce Arians, who was also sipping a virtual cocktail hour, having his crown royal, which you would expect, and uh, from his his forever house in in Georgia, I believe. Uh, but it was interesting because I think Joe Madden is always interesting, and and you know he has great stories, and then he brings on Bruce Arians, who also tells great stories, and those two guys have had a relationship uh, going back to when Bruce was, you know, with the Arizona Cardinals are actually both from the same part of the world up there in, uh, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, not, not too many miles apart, um, you know, where they grew up. But I think that, um, you know, it, it was entertaining. Um, you know, they, they talked about, of course, the topic eventually got on to, to Tom Brady and what it was like having the goat and, you know, the fact that, Bruce had coached him in a Pro Bowl and how serious this guy is, and he takes competing so seriously, even for something like a Pro Bowl, the impact he has on all his teammates and such. And Joe Madden compared that to what he is now doing, which is is, uh, coaching uh, Mike Trout. And, you know, superstar, right? I mean, a guy that is is like Mickey Mantle almost. So uh, I thought it was interesting watching those two go back and forth talking about managing or coaching sort of sort of the greatest players of the game. Anyway, check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, I can't wait to see who his next guests are, but there's some interesting stuff there. And, um, you know, Madden was, uh, Madden was Joe. It's kind of like going into his office after the games. He'd have his little glass of wine there. Merlot Joe is how you know. Well, isn't this it. what everyone's doing now during this, this quarantine? I mean, it is. Uh, Alex Kalorn's got his doc, doc talk. Dog going talk, around, going yeah. around, you know, he's trying to get Tom Brady on, but I don't think he'll be successful right. as long as the Tampa police was, are patrolling the waters there. I was going to say he's got to get through all those guys first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Although Alice Klorn may have a shot to get through those guys, but 
Yeah. You know, don't you know who I am? Yeah. I'm the host oh, of Doc Talk. I'm, yeah, I'm no, I'm no longer the uh, the lightning player, the lightning forward. I'm, yeah. I'm the host of Doc Talk. It's gonna be a variety show out of this uh, quarantine. Yeah, that has so. been that has been one thing that's been really different with the the quarantine and everyone's at home is you're starting to see some of these players' personality shine that mm-hmm. that you didn't see a lot before. Um, yeah, for for better or worse, Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. I never knew. I, did you? Did you know he was this guy? Um. Kind of and got, I don't mean about his stance against baseball, but I'm just saying, you know, in general, like he was out there, you know, playing the video games and talking. Yeah, you know, he's always been a big gamer and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, if you remember that, when, you know, when he came up, there was some, you know, he struggled when he first came up to the big leagues and there were some issues right. with the girlfriend and, yeah, and yeah. just mentally wasn't ready for it. And then, you know, so he's always been, I don't say out there is not the right word for it, but, um, little bit different or you know i don't want to i don't know him real well so i don't want to sit there and, and pretend like i do and, and know him but um he's I always he's been one of, of those guys that that you have to have in the right the right situation yeah and he's never been unhelpful after games i mm, just thought no. i never rec- i never knew that and, and player people that cover the team on a regular basis are, are very close to blake and he's a mm-hmm. Tremendous guy to, to interview. Absolutely, I just didn't know he had this personality. Like mm-hmm. his personality. Like to your point, I think I think social media during this time where we've all been sort of locked up and and him missing baseball as much as anybody, um, but doing other things, playing the video games and, and winning the championship and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You've really seen more of his personality than I got to witness anyway, and I think the general fans would have seen. Maybe the guys that are like Mark Topkin that are in the clubhouses all the time. Um, see that side of them frequently, but Kalorn is one of those. You know, there there've been certain people that have have sort of you know taken it and run with it. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's created opportunity for them on social media. Uh, even our friend Frank Caliendo turned Twitter into a, a daily entertainment machine. You know what I mean during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. um, entertainers who can't normally who would be out there in arenas and sell out crowds and all that stuff, they have found other other avenues to to practice their craft, which has been really fun to watch. So some have started podcasts, et cetera, which we don't need any more podcasts because, you know, we've got this one, so there's really no room for anything else. But, um, but, but it's been fun, I think, from that standpoint to see different people react to it. But check, check out Joe Madden, the Uncorked Show. This was his first edition uh, with, with Bruce Arians. Not a lot of insight, a little insight to Bruce as to um, him saying that he only felt pressure in two games that he's ever coached in his life, which – it's interesting to hear him talk about that, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, we're joined by the uh, the lovely, the talented Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360, Bay News 9. You see him. Chris, I, before we get started, we got uh, just a ton of things to talk about with um, some sports uh, potentially coming back here soon. Um, but, you know, on Sunday was uh, was kind of an interesting event. Uh, it drew unbelievable ratings on cable. Of course, everybody saw it. 
Um, Tom Brady uh, playing, you know, with Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and, and Peyton Manning, the champions for charity. You know, I, I the interesting thing about this, and and I guess you know Brady has sort of been locked away a little bit uh, in New England, you know, for the past twenty years or whatever. I mean, look, he he's he's a celebrity. We know that we you know all the Super Bowls, the commercials, a Saturday Night Live appearance, and that sort of thing. But I really thought that he was sort of every man in this golf tournament and and to the point where he took a lot of arrows and then of course you know he holds out at at number seven and gets even but this sort of humanized tom brady a little bit i thought it was actually something that was that was good for him overall yeah i mean i've you know i i i've never i think i've holed out a couple times like you know by luck but uh, you know i've never split my pants (laughs) <laughs> when picking up the ball. Oh, okay. oh really? You know? Oh, okay, just picking no. up the ball. Okay, I got you. No, just me. I never did that, you know? I mean, I, yeah. and that's something that I thought I would do. But, you know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, he's, listen, he's not supposed to be this this otherworldly golfer. He's a football player. Uh, sure. But at the same time, I thought it was, you know, you saw the competitiveness, you know, but there was, oh, my God, what was it? It was seven, 16 or 17. He had a putt. And it was nowhere near the hole. And Phil Mickelson like jumps in the way as if to be like, oh, if it just turns a little. And I tweeted out, God bless Phil. God bless him (laughs) for trying to be a good teammate because I would, I was like, that is the worst freaking putt. Like, like I didn't. And they could have probably tied him at that point. Yeah, that was an important putt too, and and it was makeable. And he he did. He missed it by four feet. Yeah, awful. Just, just terrible. So. But yeah, no, you're right. It's whatever. I mean, listen, it was a great thing. It's the most watched on cable ever. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's that's pretty cool. So, and I mean, who, I don't know if we'll ever see something like that again. You know, so it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool for what they did it for and, and just everything. Considering the weather, uh, I thought they all played yeah. really well. So no, it was nasty. It was a. It could have turned out to be just a disastrous day, and they they had a lot of fun. I thought the the format was good. You know, with um, with the cameras and and mic'd up in the carts and and you know, sort of the back and forth uh, that they had. Do you? I don't know this about you, so I'm going to ask. Do you play golf? Do you do you hack it around once in a while? Yeah, to say I play is as I pay, and then I go out and I <laughs> I pay you know, golf. So, yeah, I pay yes. golf. Yeah, you know, I pay a lot of things, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I um, no, I like to play. I haven't played in a little while, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll tell you what, it's, I enjoy playing. Um, you know, I've never been the person that needs to, you know, act like they're, you know, Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods out there, you know, it's like, just hit the ball, get in the cart and go have fun. So right. I enjoy it, man. So it's, it's always fun, you know, whenever you get to play. And I mean, every year we get the media day, we get to play over at Valspar. Heck, I got to Wait, play what? more than anybody what? this year. So the media you know, day, there's a media yeah. day. Is there? There is. There is. I'm I part of the media. Play. How come I don't get these invites? I hear about things like the Rays have a baseball game that you played in. I've seen the video of that. Yeah, um, I've been here. You know, I've been here for I don't know a couple minutes, and I don't get these invites. You must have to be a big TV anchor star, is what I'm thinking. 
I don't, I don't, I think it's just a, I don't know. I guess, I guess I get the last call or something. I don't know, man. I, lost, I barely, lost in the I mean, mail. you got to get the Bucks to do like a flag football game or something inside there in that beautiful indoor arena, man. You, you guys, I'd love to see you and Almond out there, man. I'd pay Oh, for we'd that. go after it. You know what? I'd pay for that. <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, true story. When I first started covering a beat and this is going to date me, I don't care. Everybody knows I'm, uh, I'm a little older than 35. Um, I was, I was, it was my first year, really young guy, uh, really young <laughs> was covering the bucks in, in, uh, Ray Perkins last year. And Ray Perkins, of course, was a sweetheart of a guy, as you know, um, coming off of, uh, succeeding the bear Bryant and all that. But he <laughs> used to do this thing the first day of training camp and he would have a coaches versus media softball game. So, you know, I wasn't that far removed from my glory days of, at Arkansas State. And, and, and I, so I thought, well, this will be, you know, this is right up my alley. I mean, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show, show these coaches that, you know, I can play a little shortstop. I can do a little, play a little ball here. And um, they got out there. And I remember uh, the, the coaches, were they beat us handily. But but the thing that I'll never forget, there was a, a writer that covered the Bucks for the Tampa Tribune, Nick Puglisi, who's now I think like an editor in Palm Beach or something. But Nick was a was a Bucks beat writer, and he hit like a you know a six hopper back to the mound, but he tried to bust it out of the batter's box at home plate, oh. and he tore his hamstring. I'm telling you, this was like the worst injury I think I've ever seen. I mean, you could see it. You see him just go down like he was shot, right? Oh, no. And it ended the game. It was it was so bad. It just yeah. and I don't mean to laugh, but I've never seen a hamstring turn purple like this before. <laughs> just instantly, it was so bad. And yeah. needless to say, Ray got fired. But I think that would have ended all all chance of the media uh, Bucks coaches softball game after that. And and that's that's the thing I would fear the most now. Of course, would be injury trying to do something athletic yeah. as that, but. Um, but yeah, no, but golf, the reason I asked about golf is because to me, like I can't imagine the confidence. Brady's like an eight handicap or whatever, which is great, right? I mean, really, eight handicap and six Super Bowl rings. So, but even, but playing on a course like that, can you imagine? I get, I get pretty nervous on the first tee if there's even anybody in a foursome behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you, you can easily duck hook one if someone's watching can't imagine playing with a guy like Brady or Tiger Woods. You know, you wouldn't put them in the quarterback challenge, for God's sakes, and try to hit a, a moving tire. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But for, to stand up there and hit the ball, and, and both of them had horrible shots off, off number one, uh, especially Peyton Manning lost his in a palmetto bush. But, you know, that, that took a lot of courage to be able to do that and put yourself out there like that. So let, let me ask you this. If you could pick the next two uh, competitors to go with Phil and Tiger next year, do you got any ideas? Jeez. Well, you want them to be good. Michael Jordan has to be one. I feel like everyone I agree. Yep. So I feel like he's kind of a de facto pick. Yes. Um, would, you go, would you go Isaiah Thomas against Michael Jordan? If, well, no, yeah, I don't know if Zeke can happen. play golf. You know what would happen is we'd get the secret video out of him saying to, to Tiger, hey, if he's there, I'm not playing. <laughs> so as apparently just that just came out about him with the dream team. So Can you imagine that? Yeah. Oh, God. So I would do Michael. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure who else is really good at golf. Like, 
Um, I remember they used to have these like celebrity tournament one. Like, I think just for fun, I would love Charles Barkley out there just because I'd oh love my. to see him like just double clutch every shot. Yes. You know, yes. like I think it would be fun. I remember on the golf channel, they used to have a show like where it was called the Hank Haney project and yes. they spent a week on him. Like usually it's like an hour, like, ah, this is fun. Oh, I sliced. And they the almost, they almost fixed them for a minute. They you know did, what I mean? Like did. just for, for a minute. For a minute. Exactly. For a minute. Yes. For a minute. But I think that'd be funny. I almost think that would be worth it. Um, but I think whoever you put there has to, you know, Michael Jordan, like if he was out there, I'd feel bad for Tom or Peyton because Michael would start the side bets. Like, and he would be screaming at oh, yeah. national TV. He'd be saying, okay, what are we playing for on this hole here? Like, and that's mm-hmm. Michael for you. So, um, yeah, definitely Michael. And then, yeah, someone like Charles Barkley just for comedic relief would be ter- would be tremendous. Terrible. So I would, I would absolutely be on board for those four. So. Terrible, terrible. That is terrible. I do not want to play Michael. I don't Jordan. know what's going on there. That's a knucklehead. Yeah. I put that ball around. I'm a knucklehead. I'm a knucklehead. I'm not going to play Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan would kill uh, me. I'm just going to tell you that now. He would destroy me. <laughs> um, I got one for you. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. How about me and all six of the Glazers? You know what I mean? You can get them all out there, man. I don't care. You can have one each hole. You know what I mean? Maybe they got 18 by now. I'll play their kids. I'll play their kids. Yeah. I'll play their kids, man. I'll play all the Glazers. Oh, man. No, I think it's great. <clears throat> it's all great. Yeah. No, it was enjoyable. So, okay, let's get to a little sports here. The NHL announced their plans for the playoffs 24 teams. Uh, they are not going to make uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have uh, earned a playoff spot as uh, at least a number two seed, uh, play a meaningless game uh, against some of these other teams that are trying to still uh, enter the playoffs. In fact, uh, it'll be like a round robin uh, among the the, uh, the teams in each conference that, um, uh, that have locked up their position. So having said that, before the, you know, the final sort of, uh, you know, format was announced, uh-huh. Alex Kalorn, who was a union rep uh, in the Lightning, one of the two union reps, one of the two teams then, that voted against this uh, this idea of, and I guess at that time it was a potential that they may have to play other teams that had not secured a playoff spot. And for that for that to have happened, it would have been, quote-unquote, meaningless games that, that Kalorn was objecting to, I guess, or the Lightning as a franchise. Chris, I got to be honest with you, and I read the column by John Romano, and to me it was spot on. There's a part of me that feels like, wait a minute, um, this is where you work sort of last year, right? I mean, first of all, you got the best goaltender in the world. You've got the best defenseman, one of the best defensemen. You've got the MVP of the league, and, and Steven Stamkos is back. You have a hell of a hell of a hockey team. Mm. No one has played for a couple of months, so the ice is sort of level. This idea that you're almost it's almost like you're kind of building in an excuse, a little like last year, like, well, you know, we, we, we won the <clears> President's <throat> Cup and all we were playing for was that's where we left this team. You know, we left this team when they were getting their, their, their butts handed to them four straight against the Columbus team that had momentum and, oh. and the Lightning were whining about, well, you know, it, it probably hurt us that we didn't have are they going to do this again? Are they really talking about this again? I mean, go win the Stanley Cup, boys. You 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 know, it's right there for you. You just got to play hockey. Yeah, and, and on top of that, your 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 defense your defense are, are healthy. Um, yeah, Stamkos, Stamkos is, is back. He's he's yeah. been skating too. 
He's actually yeah. got his legs under him. So you're actually right. getting your leader back, a, mm-hmm. a guy who holds most of you accountable when most of you don't want to be held accountable. And right. um, what also is funny is like, so the way I, the way Alex Kalorn, I think, pre- presented this a few days ago was it's not fair that we're just in a bunch of games while these mm-hmm. other teams are playing actual games. When it was presented that way, I almost felt like, okay, I understand what he's saying. It's maybe the games yeah. don't count, but these right. playoff games do count. You know, it's almost like the final two weeks of a season where a wild card team is trying to make it in any sport, and then That's you're right. just kind of sitting there all wrapped up. They're playing mm-hmm. with urgency, you're not. So I understand that point. But the way it actually came out was they're gonna play for seeding. So these yes. other teams you're playing matter. It's not like, no offense mm-hmm. to Kalorn or any of them, but for the Lightning, the last four years, the regular season has been meaningless. Nobody, mm-hmm. It's been round robin. No one gives a damn how you finish. <laughs> it's about right. winning the damn cup, and you haven't done it. It's been an utter failure for you. It's ridiculous. So who the hell cares? Get back out on the ice. You're, you can beat Boston. You can beat Washington. You can beat all these teams. Just go do it. Vasilevsky's the best goalkeeper, is the best goaltender in, in, in the world. Go win. Right. Jeez. It's going to take, what, yeah, no. six, seven weeks to do this? Just go win. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, it, it, the thing is, is that this is, they're going to count it, it. You know, you want motivation, right? I mean, motivation. What's my motivation? It's like you're an actor. What's my motivation for this scene? Yeah. The motivation is the damn Stanley Cup, and I and it's a tragedy. It really is because it would, it would obviously detract from the full experience for the fans anyway. That not one game we know already, not one game is going to be played in Emily Arena because Tampa is not one of the venues that they're considering. Most likely, it'll be someplace like Columbus or something like that. So there's going to be a you know a little bit of detraction, but everybody's going to be in the same boat. In other words, no one's really technically technically going to be playing on home ice and and so therefore you won't likely have fans in the stands but you know what you can bring lord stanley's cup back they'll have a big parade for you you know down kennedy boulevard or wherever in in tampa or hell maybe they'll bring it even over to st pete when they're done with that and you're still the stanley cup champions they're not going to put an asterisk by this by this season um you know no matter how how late they start this pursuit so there's everything to play for i mean this is if you're Steven Stamkos, you want that on your resume. It could get you to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And let's not forget, you know, I think, you know, I, we, you and I have talked probably every two weeks you've had me on. And so I think at the end of April, I sat, I sat here saying to you, man, imagine where we're going to be June 1. Well, now yeah. here we are at the end of May. And I, yeah. where are we going to be July 1? Where are we going to be mm. August 1? I mean, mm. part of me thinks by the time they get to a best-of-seven Stanley Cup final, they may be able to look at the two teams and say, okay, we can do this where we're going to play in your home arenas. Like, we're right. going to do this. That's where true. We're going to let you bring in half your fans. They're going to be spread That's out. True. But we're going to let you bring in your fans. So the motivation could be – Okay, we we know we don't have fans now. We know we don't. But as you get into August, there's going to be that chance for the sake of revenue, for the sake of morale for the country, which is going to be just happy to see anybody doing anything. It's right. going to be, wow, we can really bring this to both sites and we can we can have fans in there. They're going to have to wear masks when they eat or drink. You know, yeah, quickly take your mask off, put it back on. But there, there's going to... I. 
I really believe the way things are moving, there's going to mm-hmm. be an opportunity to put fans in the stands for for an, for, for an NHL Stanley Cup. You know, I, right. I, at some point, possibly. And so I would keep that in the back of my mind that let's go further and further. Let's see how things progress. And yeah. you never know. And I think Lightning fans are as good as anyone. They really, I mean, how many sellouts? How many How many times right. are they, they're blind loyalty? They love that team. So, you know, just maybe keep that in the back of your mind. You never know. So you're not ruling out, of course, because we're, we're still, uh, as you said, uh, a good month away. Things change really fast in this COVID era. So um, not, not to rule out the fact that they could, when they get to the finals, maybe they do find a way yeah. to put uh, fans in the stands. Let me ask you this. If, if for some reason uh, that the lightning don't make it uh, to the Stanley cup finals and or, or, and or win the cup under, under this scenario, like all teams, of course, they had their season interrupted, all of that. They had momentum. Um, there were still uh, some new pieces on their team. We're still, you know, trying to iron out some of the kinks or whatnot mm-hmm. And you lost all that, and everybody had to start over again. This may sort of favor a team like Boston that's been together their core a little bit longer. Although, again, I still name four or five guys that you know are the mainstays of this Lightning team. Had they gone through this normally and and not made it or bowed out in the first or second round because the playoffs are all that mattered after last year, people might be looking at them going, "Eh, you know what? Somebody probably needs to pay for this." Does this somehow give them? In other words. There's, they seem to be at least you know you could take Kalorn's statement as eh, you guys are kind of looking for an excuse to lose. If they lose, is this a good excuse? In other words, a lot was lost in this interruption. Who knows who's going to deal with it the best, right? What's it yeah. going to take? Is this is this a test of your of your leaders? Is this a test of the players more than the coach because they're the ones that have to get on the ice and they're the ones that have to come together quickly and play hockey. So is this about Stamkos? Is this about Kucherov? Is this about those guys, uh, Kalorn, getting their team focused and going out there and doing something special? Absolutely. I mean, I think if I look at, you know, I think the veterans are the ones that are going to determine who wins the cup. And it usually yeah. comes down to veterans. I mean, yes. you know, I, I would love nothing more than to watch a guy who started injured and played slow, like Braden Point, just kind of break out. You know, I think if he breaks out, you know, things change. But you know, you've got a lot of guys on this team that have been through it. It's like they they are late. I mean, you gave Tyler Johnson and Alex Kalorn big money a few years ago. I remember everyone focused on the Hedman Stammer deals, but they were throwing money at TJ, throwing money at Kalorn, they've thrown money at Vassy. They've they you know, they've kept their guys together. They've kept Kucherov. No one thought that was gonna happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, they they've they've shown, hey, we're not only looking for you to lead us in terms of scoring and assists. But we're looking for you to actually lead some of these guys that we trade for, that we sign and we bring up from AHL. And I think that you have one of you have a team that has experienced heartache in every way possible. They lose the Stanley Cup as youngsters. They 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 are the best team, one of the best teams historically in hockey, and they lose four straight to Columbus. You know, you right. lose game seven to Pittsburgh one time when you brought back Steven Stamkos from injury. So you mm-hmm. have fallen out at the most crucial times throughout throughout the last four or five years. And then, oh, yeah. by the way, you missed the playoffs in between because everybody was hurt. So mm-hmm. they, they've been through every down imaginable. It would just seem fitting that in a year where everything else was brought down for them to say, you know what, we've been through adversity of our own. Lord knows this is a different type, but hey, let's go out there and let's just let's just have hockey. Lord knows we've all been in this situation of where, you know, we've you know, we've been hurt. We've been this. Go out there and win. 
So I, I think this is a team that's been battle tested and has gone through adversity. John Cooper's mentioned that several times in the past when they've been down two one in a series, down two zero, whatever. He goes, "Hey, we got a little adversity to deal with now. Maybe that's a good thing." So yeah. I think this is a team that knows the word adversity and actually understands what it means. And had the world not changed, it's it's indisputable. I think that you know, Steven Stamkos was not going to play at least no. in in the in the first round of this of this hockey tournament. Maybe. Maybe even longer than that. Who's to say? At at the very least, they have their captain, and it's a big difference between trying to lead your team as a captain when you're on the ice versus not on the ice. Well, it's huge, and I remember, and we talked about this. I think back um, back during right around the holidays, where you were telling me Tom Jones, um, you know, said that you know until it gets to Christmas, you're not going to worry. You know, right. and um, and I just I always felt like they were the you know, and the Lightning, and maybe maybe them being one of the two teams to vote against this proposal. It just mm-hmm. kind of goes back to what I've always thought. They know they're one of the smartest teams in the league, but they love to tell you that they're one of the smartest <laughs> leagues. You know, they always act that way, and and I think it took them a little while to get going back in November, and um, you know, but the only guy who really stood up and said, hey. Shut your mouth, play hockey. We're not playing well with Steven Stamkos. That's true. So That's true. He was the one that, and you know, even Cooper kind of sat Kucher off. You know, like he he sent some messages. I think Stammer and Cooper may have been on the same page like never before. So if those two can kind of come back and be you know riding high and saying, "Hey guys, we got a golden chance here. Screw the rest of the league. Let's just go out there and play Lightning hockey." Who's to say a team like the Lightning can't run through teams that maybe aren't as prepared? It could sure, happen. Absolutely. You know, we absolutely you know, you get a rusty team and you could be off to the races. Listen, if those dockside chats were worth anything Hell yeah. that Alex Kalorin has had, and he's had a bunch of them. God knows I think I've seen every one of them. Uh, eh. Because, you know, he talks to guys like Cameron Braid, who then says he's been working out with Tom Brady uh, virtually. Um, you know, so if nothing else, you know, You've got you've got that, but but Alex is going to turn into be like the next Jimmy Fallon or something. I mean, it's funny how how, how you see this personality. He's like, I didn't I didn't see that coming. I didn't see a killer on the docks with people, and now of course you can't get near Brady's dock because he had all the police out there over the weekend. So you know, <laughs> uh, get keep your boat away from there. Uh, uh, Chris Torello uh, is uh, is the sports anchor of uh, Spectrum Sports three hundred and sixty. You see him. Every night, just about, at least uh, the ones that matter on uh, Bay News 9. Make sure you check him out, as always. And he's a darn good uh, friend to come to this podcast every other week or so. And you know what? We're going to have him back. Have him back tomorrow. Thanks, Chris. You got it. If you think that was great, we got more Chris Torello for you tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And a mailbag will be on Friday. So get your questions in. You can do that now by submitting them to us on Twitter at SportsDayTV. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. For Steve Versick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.